Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Introducing the new happiness training video course presented by New York Times bestselling author and podcast host, Christine Carlson of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series. Based on the early work of Dr. Richard Carlson, this digital course is designed to help people lead better, happier lives. In this five-module video course, you'll learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. Get ready to improve your life in all ways, from your career, at home, to your health and well-being, and in all of your relationships. This video course is inspired by the legacy work of Christine's late husband, Dr. Richard Carlson, that has helped millions of people all over the world lead happier, more fulfilling lives. This course will help you stress less and enjoy more. To learn more about Christine's new happiness training video course, visit happinesstrainingcourses.com. Get happier today for only $19.99. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin our mindfulness series podcast today, let's go ahead and take our golden paws. Wherever you are, sit comfortably. If you're seated Indian style, sit on the floor with your legs crossed and your palms open on your lap and your shoulders back, opening your heart a bit, your neck long. And if you're seated in a chair, sit upright. Don't slump. Put your shoulders back and place your palms open on your lap. And if you're doing an activity, whether driving or doing any activity, just use this as a breathing exercise to get really present in your body and in your breath and really open-hearted listening. So let's go ahead and breathe in. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the maximum amount of breath. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let go. Let go of any fear you feel, any anxiety. This time as you breathe in, Breathe in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes, throughout your whole body, pure golden sunlight. And exhale and let go. This time as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, filling your whole body, your mind, your whole body with golden sunlight. Place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of something you feel grateful for. And as you breathe in that golden gratitude, filling your entire body with gratitude, pure golden gratitude, allow the joy you feel to wash over you. Just enjoy the moment of being in gratitude feels so good. And as you exhale and let go, let go of stress and worry and anxiety, 
Just land in your breath, land in your gratitude, and take another deep breath in. And as you exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. One of my intentions for the podcast today is to help you to see that no matter what feeling state you are in or you get in, it's all okay. One of the things that I think happens to us as a culture is that we're constantly chasing what feels good. We think that we must be happy all the time. We think that we have to be positive um, in order to be a positive person. And what I would love for you to just take a moment to understand is that these are just simply things that as a culture we've told ourselves. Sure, it feels better to be positive. I agree with that. It feels better to feel joy than it does to feel sorrow. None of us are going to sit um, against the wall and beat our head against the wall, causing us pain, right? So emotionally, we try to get out of pain as much as we possibly can. But here's what I want to share with you. If you've ever had a tragic moment in your life, if you've ever truly been heartbroken, if you've been in the doctor's office and been delivered some terrible news about you or someone you love, or you've experienced a sudden death, or you've experienced the death of someone you love, whatever it might be that has brought you to tragedy, to the doorstep of loss, I will say that loss and Tragedy has a way of waking us up to a truly mindful state like no other. Shattering our lives as we knew it before this event happened. Waking us up to our breath and to a stunning, shocking place of life. And then oftentimes what's followed by that is a sort of numbness, a sort of fog, a feeling of feeling confused and uncertain because fear has a way of setting in rather quickly when we go through a sudden loss, a sudden shift, a sudden change in our lives, anything dramatic. And then we can get caught in our emotions and it can be very scary. I mean, grief can feel a bit like going underwater and wondering whether you're going to be able to make it to the surface for air or not. So we do our best to swim up to the top and to get out of grief as fast as we can. But is this really possible? Is it really possible to resist our emotional state that is in order to replace it with something else. I don't think so. I don't think it's possible to be in resistance of what we're feeling and expect something else to come instead. The very act of resistance is pushing up against something. It's going to cause more resistance 
when you push up against something. When you push up against a wall, the wall doesn't move, does it? Well, our emotions are very much the same way. When we push up against them, once they're present, once we're feeling them in the present moment, pushing up against it and trying to resist it doesn't make it go away. So let's talk for a moment about what can make our emotional state change and shift. What makes our emotional state change and shift is to land in the present moment and notice what you're feeling. And sometimes there's a physical response to emotion that can really help you shift more quickly. If you resist your tears, what happens? Don't you get that knot in your throat? That's what has always happened to me. I get that big gulping knot in my throat when I resist my tears. Or even worse, if I resist my tears, I get a stomach ache or my body starts to feel tense. I start to feel my jaw tighten. I can get all sorts of different pains in my body when I resist my tears. So part of mindfulness is also tuning in to your feelings, not resisting your feelings, but making your feelings okay, welcoming all feelings, welcoming sadness if it's there, allowing for the space of sadness, allowing for the space of anger, allowing for the space of disappointment. The only emotional states I would not, I would say would be not welcome would be that of shame or that of guilt or those kinds of places. Those are the kinds of places that you want to hold yourself gently in and talk to yourself differently. Usually those places are coming from a lot of negative thinking um, happening and The way out of those is to notice your thinking. Notice what kind of thoughts you're having, your negative thinking. And just the act of noticing that you're doing it, noticing that you're doing it to yourself, is what shifts it. There's nothing else you need to do. You just need to notice and say, ah, there I go again. Ah. There's my thinking. There's my thinking taking me down that rabbit hole. Just noticing and witnessing that you are the thinker, knowing and owning full responsibility for yourself allows you to change your train of thought. That in and of itself will begin to raise your emotional state and awareness. But back to feeling your feelings. When you're feeling sad, Go ahead and just notice that you're feeling sad. Take a few deep breaths in your belly. Bring your awareness into your breath, into your body. Breathe into that emotional state. Allow those tears to flow if they come. Allow yourself to empty of that sadness. If you're feeling anger, go ahead and allow yourself to feel angry, but find some sort of healthy physical response to that. Beat your pillows if you feel angry. Let out a scream 
in a, in a quiet, silent place where only you can hear yourself. Allow yourself to feel it. Let it be released from your body. Let it be released. Once our feeling state is present, the best tool that you have is to allow your body to release it. This is why sometimes people get really into their exercise routines. Exercise is also a great way to let energy out of your body, emotional energy. So here's the thing. We have lots of emotional energy all the time because we are thinking all the time. If you bring your awareness back to your present moment, you notice how you're feeling as you're breathing and you allow yourself to be gentle and kind and compassionate with yourself. Allowing yourself not to resist what is, but to be in it. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. And if you're feeling shame or guilt, notice your thinking. Notice how your thoughts have brought you to that place. Take responsibility for those thoughts. And know that shame never works. Shame doesn't work. Guilt doesn't work. Guilt is a perfect waste of time and energy. Why? Because whatever you're feeling bad about already happened. It's in your past. The events of our past really belong in our past. Let them stay in the past. Bring your attention back to your awareness at the present moment. Be in the present moment, whatever your feeling state is, be in it. This is at the very heart and nature of what it means to be alive. Be alive. Feel what you feel. Allow what you feel. Allow yourself to feel to heal. And you will be calmer, you'll be more peaceful, and ultimately, you will feel a sense of well-being and a sense of joy that comes from accessing your own mental health and well-being by living presently and being okay with where you are. It's all okay. And I love this saying, I'm not okay, you're not okay, and even that's okay. (laughs) Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff. Feel your feelings and live more mindfully. Thank you so much for listening. Do you want to lead a better, happier life? Introducing the new Happiness Training video course. Learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. To learn more about Christine's new Happiness Training video course, visit happinesstrainingcourses.com. Get happier today for only $19.99.